Hey, everybody. Welcome in. Another week of The Wrap right here on NRM Streamcast in the Jim Reels, friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios, and Tom Mazaway in the house today. Busy weekend, XFL, Oscars, Red Wings, Black Red Wings, Pistons. Soul on Ice. Soul Red Wings, <laughs> the Oscars. So much to talk Saved about. Out for Friday with D-Mac. And Clarence Black. Maybe you think house. D-Mac was holding out? He didn't want to tell me? I don't you know. think he was like trying to surprise See, me with it? He's no. hoping, hoping I would know. I don't think D-Mac sees color. Tell me about Soul, soul on Ice. <laughs> we got Black Wings. Clarence is so excited uh, that he spotted two yes! Black Two African-American Red Wings. We got Black Wings. Black Wings. He wants to change the name now to the Detroit Black Wings. Oh, bro, it's on. It's on. The name is changed. Hey, it's all good, man. Welcome in, bro. We got Black Wings. All right. He's here. (laughs) Ethan, welcome in, kid. How you doing? I'm good. Did you have a good weekend? I did. I uh, proctored ACTs this weekend. Made some money, huh? Yeah. Good for you. Proctor. Good for you. (laughs) Yeah. Anyone cheat? No. No. No No cheaters. cheaters. No cheaters. What would you do if you found a cheater, by the way? I got to take their test and kick them out. You do? Yeah. You wouldn't take a little payola? No. All right. No. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm by the rule book, man. By the rule. You should have wore by, a by leisure suit, like a straight up just gray yeah. leisure suit and said, any of you get caught cheap, <laughs> you're going to have a problem with the beard. All right? Mess with the bull, you get the horns. Now, who's that? Who are you, who are you speaking about? Breakfast Club, Breakfast man. Club. That was Breakfast it. Club. Do you want to laugh? Yes. I didn't see it. Oh! <laughs> I know. I, no I, Star I, Wars. How many of you not seen the no, Breakfast Club? No Star Wars. No Breakfast Club. I, I, I heard the Breakfast Club though was not a great movie. Well, it was a classic it's of the such 80s. Such a classic. But I'm I not saying it's not a classic. I, I just heard it wasn't a great movie. Uh, I didn't get a chance to to watch it in the 80s. That's can you forgive me? Jesus, man. I was running nightclubs in the 80s. Were you running fight clubs as well? Not fight clubs, okay. just nightclubs. Okay. I was living my, my okay. best life it's in the It's a 80s. classic. I know. I'll go back and I'll watch it. Every time it, you see a, a, a film, a video of it, my wife's like, oh, the breakfast club. And I'm, I didn't want to break it to her and say I didn't watch it either. Oh, man. I'll, you know, I'll get to watch it. Did you watch 16 Candles back then as well? Yeah, man. Okay. I watched all that. What's the uh, Say Anything, John say Cusack? Anything, I saw that the one. radio. Peter Gabriel I saw in your that eyes. One. That was on the videos last night of the Oscars when they were showing all these throwback classic movies. And by the way, a foreign film, it's called an American film with subtitles, wins the Oscar. Parasite wins the Oscar. And I knew it from the get-go. They were pushing the hell out of this movie the last few days. Bro. They were pushing it and pushing it. And it swept. And Hollywood loved the the team parasites team they loved them and South Koreans the, the, they mm-hmm. loved them they were cheering for them hard and these people were very nice you know great they had to have a uh, an interpreter with them but he did get some English words out there mm-hmm. I was hoping Joker would win although I knew it was a long shot for it to win that's because that was one of the ones I saw and I really loved it dude it was amazing Joaquin Phoenix is is one of the greatest won. character studies I've ever seen on film unbelievable and that being said if I never saw it again I think I'd be all the better for it really because I walked away <laughs> I very you, huh? rarely look man I very rarely walk away from anything going what just happened to me <laughs> Joker was one of those ones where I was just like yeah. I, mm-hmm. I I think I like I, I needed a hug after that, man. Like hey. a hug and some candy or something. I just needed like some goodness in my heart after that. That movie is disturbing. The so Joaquin Phoenix wins Best Actor, and that one probably wasn't even close. Leonardo DiCaprio 
he people wanted him to win. Adam Driver was great in Marriage Story. Jonathan Price, Antonio Banderas, he was available too. Renee Zellweger wins for Judy. I haven't seen Judy. I would love to. But what happened to Renee Zellweger? Did you see her? She doesn't look like Renee Zellweger anymore. She looks like just a, a skinny piece of plastic. Well, she was always hammered about her weight. Yeah, you know, cause she, she's just a naturally curvy girl. Yeah, man. I liked I her. Ba- just, I liked her the way she was. Yeah, man. You I know, loved look, her in Jerry hey, Maguire. I loved her. You know, you know, how brothers is man. I ain't gotta. You know, I don't think I can. I don't think I can say the song. I'm just saying, man. Curves ain't. We don't got no problem with curves. No, man. of course not. You know what I'm saying she don't. So but she her had, face has changed. It looks like she has been completely barbieized. Yeah, she has been. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. <laughs> we'll we'll bring it up. What we're here to talk about is the big story that hit. Just about an hour ago, mm-hmm. Michigan State, I sent you guys something early this morning. Already on Wikipedia, they had Luke Fickle as the Michigan State head coach. And all these Michigan State players and um, the team of Michigan State, yeah. all the, some of the athletic people mm-hmm. were following Luke Fickle. So that's a dead giveaway on Twitter. Well, guess what? Luke Fickle has turned down Michigan State. He will not be their head coach he's staying at Cincinnati he even tweeted out we're going to do more of this he had the Cincinnati uh, him in the locker room how excited they were and he's done well back-to-back 11 win seasons over there and that was the guy that Lynn Henning has been telling us for months Luke Fickle's the guy Luke Fickle's the guy guess what he ain't the guy and now you have just your interim head coach Mm -hmm. and the Alette uh, what is coach? What's his name? It's Mike. Oh, uh, Trestle. Mike Trestle. Yep. He's the interim head coach right now. They just had to give somebody the head coaching job because mm-hmm. two weeks ago or a week ago, yep, was Mark D'Antonio if you retiring. Look, if you so let's look at it. Let's just let's back this up a little bit. If you're Luke Fickle's agent, now think about this because these are the jobs where you could conceivably these are either jobs where the hot seat is is legit or the program is up in the air in one or two years. It could be there. So think about these jobs in no particular order. Arizona, which is always, from a facility standpoint, everybody says Arizona, amazing facilities. It's a gold mine. They just need the right guy in there. Clearly, that's been tough to do. But now you're going against Arizona State uh, and the coach. Herm. I got Herm it. Edwards. You ain't yeah. going to out-motivate Herm. You got to right. out-recruit him. You ain't going to out-motivate right. him. Yep. USC. Yeah. Still, I mean, USC. But he'd be a long shot for that gig. Maybe. Why? Yeah, I mean, look about the thing about Luke. Young, he buys in. He's got a face. He's so USC. Now, how, how about this? How much longer Texas? Yeah, yeah. Tom Herman ain't. Tom everybody Herman. don't love Tom now. Texas is a rough one, but mm-hmm. man, the Texas that you figure at the end of the year if they have a rough year next year. Tom Herman could be out. He's definitely on the clock. Last one for time purposes. Miami. Yes. Okay. So if you're Luke Fickle you. and you're looking around the landscape and your agent is saying, okay, look, you got a good thing here at Cincinnati. You you know, you you were in the A, whatever, the A, whatever, A-10. I don't even know what the hell it's called anymore. A-A-C? American, the American, yeah, whatever, the, the, new the championship. You got to yeah. a bowl. Did they win their bowl game or lose their bowl game? Uh, Who cares? He's doing – they love him at Cincinnati because he's doing something with that program, mm-hmm. right? Boosters love him. The alums love him. He's he's taking that program and he's he's doing something with it. But if you're his agent, I just say, hey, bud, you might get a chance at Miami, Texas, USC, or Arizona, all of which are places that mm-hmm. you can go. You go to Arizona, you talk about a, a turnaround job. I mean, there's nothing really. You think about what, Oklahoma? 
But it's the Big Ten, man. Yeah. He's turned down a, a job in the Big Ten. When well, we talked about it the other day. But what number a- job is it in the Big Ten? Is it number five, six, seven? What what is Michigan State nowadays? I mean, yeah. they were a Final Four team. If I told you line by line, if I said, "Here's your choice: take take try and try and just be impartial if you can." Arizona or Michigan State, where would you rather be? I'd rather go to Arizona, less mm-hmm. pressure. USC or Michigan State, where would you rather be? USC. Texas or Michigan State, where would you rather be? Texas. And then finally, Miami or Michigan State. The U. Where mm-hmm. would you, so if you're Luke Fickles, if you're it, I'm sure Urban mentioned this. If I'm mentioning oh, yeah. that, you got to figure yeah. everybody, his agent, everybody is saying, dude, yep. you keep doing what you're doing in Cincinnati and whatever you want, one of those four will open up and possibly be there for you. Not to mention the guys that are going to probably, you know, like at Baylor. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have, I mean, who's the next guy out? Who's you know, So, man, he, there's just no way I would take that job, right? And with all of the crap of the yeah, past yeah, four years, yeah, we don't know. State, we don't know man, what's going to happen no Well, There's a lot going on. And I wonder if it wasn't the Michigan State job, let's hypothetically say the Michigan job was available. Would he have turned it down, do you think, or would he have? No, he takes it. Yeah, okay. Now, because here's a name still, that— It is still one of the best jobs in all of college football. But it is a brand like no like other. But even with what you said, the other four that could be, would you still take the job, though? Absolutely. Okay. Now, a name just popped. Maybe they, Texas. Texas is the only other one— Not USC? USC wouldn't? Uh, I just think that—I think the, the USC thing, the U, USC needs a sexy hire. Okay. Because they need a guy that's going to be able to talk to talk. And he can talk. The thing about Luke is Luke can talk mm-hmm. to young guys. He gets it. Luke just gets it. And that's why he's been able to do what he's doing in Cincinnati, man. He just he he can he he knows how to work the living room. Yep. And that's what that's about in college football. It ain't about X's and O's, bro. It's about what can you do in that living room and can you get those kids and can you sell that you're going to put them at the next level. Mm-hmm. Luke can't sell the next level. Luke is selling a hell of a program and opportunity and all that other stuff at Cincinnati, but he's doing it. Yeah, you like Brett Bielema because that's a name that just hip ha, ha, popped up for state, and they asked him he'd love for, to come for and state? coach at Michigan yep. State. Brings truck. Brett Bielema, who just signed a couple of weeks ago with Joe Judge with the New York Giants, mm-hmm. he's going to coach their defensive line, but he was let go from Arkansas. Uh, yes, not too long ago. Last year he's mm-hmm. with New England. Uh, in the NFL. So he's had a couple of years of NFL experience when he got let go from Arkansas. He took a lot of money from Arkansas. And, of course, he was terrific uh, in Wisconsin. You are not turning a bottom feeder SEC team around without a ton of illegality, period. SEC teams don't turn around without some type of scandal. That's why you're saying he got let go there. That He went there thinking, I can turn this around, not understanding that the SEC is an animal. He should have stayed at Wisconsin right where he was. What he was doing at Wisconsin was great. He was doing a phenomenal job at Wisconsin. Should have never left. I think he learned his lesson. I think he he left. He's got a, got a kick in the butt. He needs to come back to the Midwest where the world makes sense. And State should roll out the Brinks truck for him because that is a, that's a good coach. That's a good coach, made a crappy decision, probably took the money, Went where he thought, hey man, if I can if I can turn the SEC around, man, I'm really gonna be. And if you think about it, he failed in the SEC. Who a lot of coaches have, but now come on home to the Big Ten, do your thing. He'd be a great hire. 
I dare somebody to tell me that guy, what he did at Wisconsin, wouldn't be a great hire. Matt Charbonneau will join us from the Detroit News in just a bit. He writes, of course, beat writer for Michigan State football, so we'll hear more from him. But you like the Brett Bielema side. Yes. I mean, you like you know that he's out there. Or do you just go? Who else are you going to go get? Maybe you just keep the interim guy. You just, Death. You just keep him. Death. Death. But you take this. You kind of take this year off. And I say, and let me say why. They're not going to do anything this year. They have nothing in the cupboard. There's nothing in the cupboard right now. They already missed signing day. I mean, you got who you got, mm-hmm. but they the guy quits on national signing day. Now you have an interim guy there for the past week, and now you get turned down by your number one coach. And who the hell knows who else they're gonna that they reached out to that said no that we don't know about. What are you thinking right now as the Michigan AD? It ain't Mark Hollis anymore. This is mm-hmm. a new Michigan AD. This is everything is new over there. Michigan State, excuse me. Yeah. I don't know, man. An interim coach is not going to provide you with stability. It's just going to create more stability. But why rush? It's it's not a rush. Brett, Be- if Brett Bielema was available a year from now, I would still say yeah. So what do you want to know? What so what what if we just if we just took ten steps back? Mm-hmm. Last time the guy was in the Big Ten, what did he do? Hell he, of a job. Yeah, he did well. Does he know how to recruit in the Big Ten? Find out well, his clearly, last few seasons at Wisconsin. Clearly. And if you look at where he struggled. It, where he struggled in Arkansas, to me, um, had to do a lot with the culture. And not just the culture in Arkansas, but the culture of the SEC. He is not an SEC guy. He's a Big Ten guy. He's a Midwest guy. He so knows it. His his last few years at, Whiskey. at Wisconsin, he had four 10-plus win seasons. Four. Mm-hmm. And every season he coached there, he had at least seven wins. And how many guys drafted? Because they had some players. Well, on we'll that. look into that. I mean, mm-hmm. my point is that you, if you, if you, if you go into this year, man, with a bad team and an interim coach and an interim, who knows he's an interim? This could get uglier, uglier. You bring him in, and at the very least, all you need him to do is say, win or lose, we are going to be a program of ethics, of responsibility. We're going to do things the right way. Mm-hmm. I'm not going anywhere. I, I learned my lesson. I want to be in the Big Ten. I know the Big Ten. I know how to play against these coaches. I'm excited to be here. This is a phenomenal university, a great opportunity for me. And what we're going to do right now is is we're going to take the guys that we have. Thank you to Coach D'Antonio for what we have. We're going to take the, guy, take the guys we have. I'm going to put a team in place, and we're going to coach them. And we're going to play hard. Win or lose, this university is going to be how we're going to be proud of how hard we play. Now, here's the funny thing about that. This is what he tried to do at Arkansas. But you can't go to Arkansas and say you're going to be proud of how, how hard we play because it ain't going to matter when you lose by 50. To Alabama, mm-hmm. nobody cares if you're doing it the right way or how hard you play. It, that that is the albatross of the, and that is why guys in the SEC go and they're like, "How many? Hey, how many seasons you got before you're gonna call the dealer and say, okay, give the kid a give 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 the kid a Lexus? <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's almost like you're sitting there mm-hmm. and the guys got the crack and you're like, "Come on, Mass, you ready to win? Like, what was it in Blue Chips oh, when yeah. they went to, when they went to uh, I forget his name, the um, Neon uh, the actor." Uh, uh, 
that is the pressure of it, man. And that is mm-hmm. why think of, think of how much stuff you see in the SEC, right? It's like these guys always, almost when those programs turn around, if you really start digging, you can find the uh, oh yep, there it is. And a few years later, I mean, it's just that well, is just how it is. We're talking about Brett Bielema, maybe a name that's popped up now to go to Michigan State because a guy that's not going is Luke Fickle. And for more on that, we go out to East Lansing's own Matt Charbonneau from the Detroit News. He covers the Spartans like nobody does. Matt, how are you, buddy? What What is going on out there in Spartanland? <laughs> uh, you know, just a regular Monday, right, yeah, man? that's <laughs> all, buddy. You know. I was ready to talk XFL for crying out loud, uh, and, this, and this comes down. Yeah. No, the Luke Fickle stuff obviously has happened quick because as of last night, I-, I can tell you people at Michigan State felt pretty good about where it was. Um, and we're thinking this thing was going to get wrapped up in the next day or two. Uh, so clearly that changed fast. Uh, as Luke Fickle obviously has said, he's not coming. He's not going to come to Michigan State. So, um, yeah, and the big question is where does Michigan State go from here? Uh. Uh, you know, the timing the timing was bad from the beginning on a lot of a lot of levels when Mark D'Antonio stepped down. But what, the biggest being that your pool of potential replacements was so small. Yeah. And uh, now it just keeps shrinking. So you're you, you've, now you've put your program in a really tough spot. Uh, once you're, I mean, let's be honest. Luke Fickle was the guy they were targeting. Sure. Um, and now he said no. So where do you, where do you go at this point? That's that's a tough spot to be in too, because whoever you bring in, they're going to know they weren't the, the number one option. Right. So uh, it's yeah. I'm a little surprised we are at this point here, but here we are. And I'm not Michigan State is scrambling to say the least. Unbelievable! What happened with Bill Beekman when he landed, the you know, in Cincinnati to go talk to Fickle? It was just like a, I got a contract with you. You're going to sign it, and but he comes home with with you know what in his hands. Yeah, that it's, it's hard to say exactly how that went down Sunday right now. Um, hopefully, we'll get a better idea soon. Yeah, uh, but it sounds like, and, and that's the thing too about for, for Luke Fickle. Look, he was he's really tight with Mark D'Antonio, so you wonder how that couldn't get done in that sense. Um, but, you know, there's, there's other realities, too. I mean, Luke Fickle is a hot name out there, and a lot of people think he's a guy that can shoot even higher than Michigan State. And, you know, Michigan State fans don't, won't want to hear that, but that's the reality. This is a guy who could be up for, for bigger jobs, whether it's something like Notre Dame in a couple of years or if he gets another shot at Ohio State down the road, if Ryan Day perhaps goes to the NFL or yeah. um, an SEC job, stuff like that. That's all a reality, and I think that probably played in, too, with Luke Fickle saying, you know, is Michigan State just – is it the destination he wants or does he see something bigger if he just sticks around for another year or two? So there's a lot of factors going into it. The, the NCAA potential stuff with the Curtis Blackwell case, you got to wonder if coaches are are looking out there saying, hey, are there sanctions coming? Um, it's there, There's just a lot into it. And then, of course, the timing is just – the timing is awful. It is. So, that's, that's put him in a tough spot. Matt Charbonneau joins us from the Detroit News on the wrap. Tom Mazaway, Clarence Black – and Ethan Perlman in the house. Go ahead, Clarence. Yeah, Matt, it, to that point, and I'm glad you brought it up. We were talking about it earlier. If you look at where the turmoil is in maybe the uncertainty in college football, you know, I brought up four jobs that I thought if I'm Luke Fickle's agent and, and a confidant, I'm like, hey, look, uh, Arizona, I think, is a is a gold mine. I don't know why people have not been able to figure that out that job out but from a facility standpoint a campus i think arizona is an amazing job but then the other three that come to mind are usc texas and miami i mean with with those situations being extremely volatile right now i i, I don't know how if you are his agent or confidant you don't say dude it, 
Miami, Texas, or USC, and you know, because then you'll be at state, you have a good year. I, there's just, I, I just, I don't know how, I don't know how we value the Michigan State job right now. I mean, where, where do we look at? Where do we value? How do we value the head coach position at Michigan State right now? Yeah, and that's a good question too, because Michigan State, it's not like they're they're lacking in a lot of the things you brought up. They're not. You know, their, their facilities aren't, it might not be the best. They're still pretty good, but there's already upgrades in, in store for that as well. Um, you know, you're in the Big Ten. You don't have to worry about revenue. Uh, certainly TV exposure, all those sort of things. You're in a pretty good recruiting area, although you are recruiting against the likes of Ohio State, Michigan, Notre Dame, you name it, here in the Midwest. So those are challenges. You're also playing in one of the toughest divisions in, in college football with Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan. There's there's all sorts of reasons to see why it could be a negative, but there are, I mean, there are a lot of positives to Michigan State job too. I mean, um, it's not like you're, you know, you're taking a Mac job or something like that. So you, 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 I think you could make cases either way where if he would have came and, and done well for three, four years, I think all those other opportunities still would have been out there for him. The problem is at Michigan State, I think they see it as we should be the destination job. It's probably still, they're probably still stinging from Nick Saban. No doubt. No doubt, man. The inferiority complex. Unbelievable. When you have a guy leave and say, I don't think they're committed to winning here, and then he goes and, you know, becomes the greatest football coach in college (laughs) history, that's going to sting for a while. I don't blame Uh, him. I don't blame him. (laughs) Yeah. So you could see them wanting a guy who's going to commit to, you know, like Mark D'Antonio did, say, I'm going to be here for the long haul. And who knows if Luke Pickle is ready to do that. So there's there's enough out there that makes you think he wasn't. And as you mentioned, a lot of these other jobs, high-profile jobs that aren't exactly stable right now, there's a lot of those could be opening up next year, the year after. If he keeps doing what he's doing at Cincinnati, you got to figure he's going to be in the mix for a lot of those. Ethan Perlman uh, just took a wince when you said this ain't the Mac job because, you know, he's a big Mac guy here. You, you heard his feelings as <laughs> he, he wears sitting his, over he here with the brightest, this bright orange Bowling Green, was it Bowling Green baseball yeah. sweatshirt. <laughs> it's so orange, Matt. It is so bright orange. But, but, God, there, but there is a God awful. But, I mean, there is a name in the Mac that I, I wonder if, it, you know, if it comes down to a last resort, if Michigan State would be interested in bringing in, and that's Jim McElwain, who – brought CMU kind of back this past year from finishing in the bottom of the Mac uh, Mac West to the you know the Mac title game he has experience at bigger schools he has experience in the SEC I, I wonder if that's a name that if Michigan State really you know can't seem to find somebody that they look to and a guy who was an assistant at Michigan State way back in the day as well mm-hmm. and and not the only Mac name out there you can't ignore a guy you know, down in Ypsilanti and Chris Creighton either. Oh God, um, yeah. I mean, he is. I mean, he's taken a, a program that was. I mean, I mean, an absolute pit. I mean, there there might not have been a worse FBS program out there than Eastern Michigan. He's won seven games through the last three years, taking them to four bowl bursts. I mean, what he's done there is nothing short of remarkable. I think both those guys are absolutely on the radar right now. Now, where you know where they end up from that, who knows. Um, you know, Jim McElwain always seems like his name's out there. He was in there for the Washington State job earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's that's absolutely a name you got to keep an eye on. Because but Matt, he's he's fifty. That, he's fifty-seven. Well, right, and that's that's obviously a drawback because then you start going back to look at guys like your current interim head coach, Mike Tressel. Is this a guy you give a shot for a year? Almost like they did Luke Fickle in two thousand eleven back at Ohio State. Um, can he prove himself in a year, or do you go back to the drawing board? 
you know, late next winter. It's it, it, there's just a lot of options right now, none of them great. That's why that's why Fickle fit perfectly. He's 46 years old, uh. you know, knows the Midwest so well. It, it checked all the boxes. That's why you you feel like Michigan State's reeling a little bit now because you got a bunch of choices like this of who maybe are a little bit older, even like a guy like Pat Shermer in the NFL right now, who is a former Michigan State guy. Right. Um, you, you, none of them feel like great fits like Luke Fickle did. So, um, man, Pat Shermer kind of looks like you go. Uh, yeah, Pat Shermer. I, I I don't see Pat Shermer walking into a Saginaw living room. No, he's done. And <laughs> and having a, a a great sales pitch. I, I just don't. I like Brett Bielema. His name is out there. I know he signed with the Giants, but his name's out there. I bet you. Why not ring his doorbell? Well, I guarantee you, Brett Bielema has has interest in this job and has from the from the get go. Now, whether Michigan State, whether that's a two-way street, I don't know that yet. Um, but, yeah, that's certainly obviously a name out there. He's done well in the Big Ten, didn't do as well in the SEC, obviously, but there's a long list of guys who didn't do well there. Um, but I, I think his interest is absolutely high in this job, and I wouldn't be shocked at all if he ends up getting an interview. Matt, if if they go – all right, let's go worst-case scenario. If, if they decide to go with, with Trestle – on an interim basis, does that create more chaos than it does stability for the long run? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's they'll they'll remain stable within the program, but you got to wonder what is that doing for recruiting uh, down the road. I mean, they already just had Mark D'Antonio's worst rated class ever, uh, so you can't really say there's a lot of recruiting momentum. <laughs> um, and and try you know think about that. Think about going into a kid's house now and trying to convince him on the vision of the program and where it's going to be in a year or two. I mean, you don't even know the staff. So I, I can't – that doesn't feel like a great option. It's almost like if you're going to go with Mike Tressel, you go with Mike Tressel, right, and you just make him the guy. Because um, the interim thing, I, I agree. If, I, if you have a guy in an interim basis for a year, you basically just put the program on exactly. hold for a whole other season. You. I know. And, then then and don't get Creighton then. I, I like Chris Creighton. I mean, I, I hate to do that to Eastern Michigan, but – I think that's the guy you run to right now. I do. Yeah, there's that's a, but that's the problem. Like we just mentioned, that the pool is so small now. You, your options are so limited to where to where if Mark D'Antonio made this decision say after the bowl game, came out and said, you know, I, I know I said I was coming back, but I'm done. You don't think Michigan State would have worked out a deal where he still could have got his bonus? Oh God, I mean, yes. Is, yeah. yeah, and and you would have had an. Who knows where you'd have ended up, but you would have had a real legit search with, and there would have been no limit on who you could have talked to. So they're just—I mean, it's—it's it's a tough spot for them, no doubt about it. How about this, Matt? What if? Uh, what are the chances that he says, "All right, I'm going to come back and coach this year, and I'm going to find my own, my own guy that's taking over next year"? What are the odds on that? Of D'Antonio saying, "I'll come back." Yeah, I'll come year? back because it is. <laughs> Look what happened. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I guess with Michigan State, I wouldn't ever rule anything out. Uh, but I'd be, pretty, I'd be pretty shocked at that. I mean, look, Mark D'Antonio seems to me, I mean, I've been around the guy for 10 years. He feels like a guy to me who is absolutely done. Oh, God, he yes. has nothing left. And I, I find that one hard to believe. I'd, I'd buy more that his whole plan was to draw this out and force them into Mike Tressel and giving him a shot. I'd buy that a little more than he yeah. would come back for a year. I don't know that to be true, but I would. I would buy that one a little bit more. Hey, Matt, it, it, the NFL is getting younger in its coaching ranks. College football is getting older. 
do you think that we've kind of reached a day where young, energetic coaches like, you know, reportedly Salah didn't even want to, is not even feeling a phone call from anybody in college. Do you think we're seeing a day where with, with the difficulties of, of, of the rules and regulations and the recruiting and the headaches and boosters and events and all that stuff, like young guys just – a head coaching job, even at a great program, just doesn't carry the – I guess the the opportunity that some of these young guys, especially young position guys in the NFL, um, you know, view it like they used to. I I agree a hundred percent with that. I mean, look, just look down the road at another sport. Where's John Beeline right now? Yeah. He's not at Michigan. Yeah. And if you think for a second that wasn't almost totally about the headaches of coaching in college, now you're out of your mind. I mean, I know he wanted the challenge of coaching in the NBA, but the, the crap basically you got to go through in the college game these days, I, I don't know how these guys do it. I don't think anything to get paid is, 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 is too, uh, too much, to be honest with you. These former it players are, are the ones that are yeah. doing it now. Those are like Jawan Howard. You need guys, Penny Hardaway. Those are the guys that are going to be coaching college basketball. Yeah, I mean, and just listen to Mark D'Antonio when he announced he was stepping down. He was talking about the feeling like a constant wave. There's never a stop anymore. I mean, recruiting is constant. There's never a break in this job anymore. Um, and you worry so much more about other stuff than what's actually happening on a football field or a basketball court. I don't blame these guys one minute, one second for wanting to look to the NFL. And I agree completely. Young guys aren't looking to do that like they used to. So, as you mentioned now, we're looking at an older, older pool for college guys. Because who are the young guys? I mean, Luke Fickle at 46 is considered to be really young. Yeah. Now, I, I'm not complaining because I'm 46, so I figure hey. that's pretty young. But, you know. I'm a it, dinosaur. It, I'm fi- I'm going to be 58 it, in a, another week. I, I can't get a gig anywhere. I mean, that's, that's, just, that's, just, that's just life. I mean, that's just right. the way it is, man. That's just the way it is. Yeah. I, Tom Izzo, we, I, I talked to Mateen Cleaves a couple of weeks ago, and I asked him on the sly, how much does Izzo have left? He's like, when he wins his next one. He's done. And when, it's going to be, I don't know. Can they win this year? Yeah. I, I think they can turn this year into something still. But if he wins, he's riding off into the sunset. Yeah, that's been uh, the feeling for quite a while. That said, Tom is uh, so crazy competitive, and what else is he really going to do? He could win this year and <laughs> say that. He's, I've basically been told the same thing, but – it wouldn't shock me if he said, "Out oh, the hell with that! I'm not going to win three. You know, <laughs> no I mean, way, man. No he doesn't way. Doesn't have any hobbies. He hardly he hardly golfs or anything. Uh-huh. So, you know, what hey, else is he going to do? He'll be on TV <laughs> or do something like that. The guy's great uh, right. with the media. No one's better than with the media yeah. than that guy. Nobody. Hey, Matt, thanks so much for coming on. We appreciate it, and we'll read you on Twitter, and uh, we'll see you soon. Detroit News, Matt All Mark right. Charbonneau. Thanks, brother. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, guys. All right, man. There you go, man. That's a tough thing to to. You're, you're against the wall right now. Yep. And like he just said, you can't keep the interim guy because you're going backwards unless you're going to ride into the sunset with this guy. And you got to hope he's going to be good. And young he's, guys got good at- he's got good uh, – what's <laughs> well, the word about that. You, I mean, he's, he's a trestle. Think, yeah. a, think, a, yeah. think about this, though, man. I mean, this is an important thing that the NCAA has made basketball and football so cumbersome. Mm-hmm. The guys, I mean, young guys don't want to do it. I mean, think about that LaFleur, Sala, McVeigh, the the guys want to just go and coach. College is not the place for you. If you just want to coach, just be a coach. Would you rather be in college or the pro? 
yeah, you got more control because you're coaching, you know, obviously. Well, are you Nick what, Saban? What amounts to slave labor. Are you Nick Saban? <laughs> but, yeah. If you're not uh-huh. Nick Saban, that's it's a tough gig. Yeah. Now, the basketball, I think, is better. I think you have a better shot. Like I said, it's a player's game now. I like Jawan Howard, Penny Hardaway, guys mm-hmm. like that. I think you're going to start seeing more and more ex-players come in because they're the kids that you say can go sit in Saginaw well, well, they and were, sit down they with the were, kids. But the thing is, they were AAU kids, so they get it. Yeah. They're young, but Jimmy they King, also Jimmy King, you don't think up. he'd take a gig? Yeah, Jim, but, Jimmy, but when Jimmy goes in, there's nothing that – Jimmy's basically recruiting himself. Yeah. Jawan is recruiting himself. Yeah. Yep. Penny is recruiting himself because they can say, I was exactly mm-hmm. where you are and I have been it's perfect where you want to go. Yeah, it's perfect. Those guys are perfect for, for a college gig. Old guys, mm-hmm. it don't work anymore. It's it's starting to go away. It, it just is. Tom Azaway, Clarence Black, Ethan Perlman here on The Wrap on NRM Streamcast. We're going to talk a little XFL with with you coming up. Uh, lots of good things this weekend. I loved it. Man, I loved it. I loved it. But we're going to save it till after this break from Jim Reels. Check out the newest member of Jim Reels' family of dealerships, the all-new Jim Reels-friendly Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Romeo. During the Start Something New Sales event, lease the 2020 Jeep Compass Limited 4x4, now just $145 a month with zero down. Or lease the 2020 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Bighorn 4x4, now just $199 a month with zero down. For your best deal, it's the all-new Jim Reels-friendly Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Romeo. And there's nothing more friendly than a great deal from Jim. If you or your family is touched by autism, learn more about Freddy's Foundation at hashtag pop the tap at freddythepizzaman.com. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Or email freddythepizzaman at gmail.com. Tom Asaway back on the wrap, uh, along with Clarence Black and Ethan Perlman. Freddy, Freddy writes in. Freddie's going to be here next Monday with us, by the way. Yesterday was National Pizza Day. He opened yesterday, and I, I didn't nice. get a chance to make it there. But Hey, Freddie Freddie did, Freddie did that CT scan today. Yeah, today's what? the CT scan. Freddie's doing the CT scan. For two is hip. Baking pies and doing <laughs> CT scans and arthroscopic surgeries. Freddie, the pizza man, baby. If you don't know what, what Clarence is, is yapping about, uh, he's saying – to, to draft two at number three, it doesn't matter who not the hell is doing the hip surgery. Well, we're going to find out today because it's going to be You're a lot. You're the of, only person that thinks Freddie did it. There's going to be a lot of NFL scouts in that waiting room today, wondering, all right, how's his hip? How's his ankle? How's he going to do? We'll find out. By the way, uh, Freddie says fickle to the Bengals in two more years. <laughs> Watch that. Probably, because <laughs> you never know. He's a you know. But, he's a, he's but again, a, he's an Ohio 40, guy, right? But let's look at it, and I, not, and I know we're going to hit the XFL. Really, really, like, ooh, I, with everything you have to deal with, if I'm fickle, you're 40. So, yeah, let's figure by 50. Do you really want to be dealing with all the NCAA crap when you can just go, make more money, have more freedom? Get fired and still have the money. But still, you yeah. can always come back, man. <laughs> right. I, just, I, you can always go to the MAC and get a job, look, right? man. Anyone wow. can get a job. Wow. Sorry. Come on. You can get man. a job at Bowling Green. Young guys, I don't think young guys want to stay in college, man. Hey, we're going to find out. That Michigan State story is something. Luke Fickle from Cincinnati turns down the Spartans at about 10 a.m. today. He says uh, he's staying in Cincy. So 
He said it's not you. It's it's, it's <laughs> not you. It's me. It's not it's you. It's me. me. It's I invented it. It's not you. It's me. It's to me. That's a George Costanza. Mike Tressel is still the head coach of Michigan State right now. Or Mike maybe he Tressel. said it's not me. Hey. It's you. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, maybe Mike could bring his dad with him. Maybe they could both coach Michigan State. Bring the sweater vest back. No. Everyone, green sweater vest for everybody. No. What do you think? Nope. No? I got an no. idea. There you go. Hey, you think Urban might take it? Ooh, Urban. That's well, we we, did, we brought this up on a previous show. I would that give I, Urban. I, the only, reason I, would love the only reason I could see him doing that is to further piss off Michigan I fans. Oh, God. I, I, you, are you kidding? I will listen to me. I might I become a season state tickets. fan. I'll get came. season tickets. <laughs> I will buy season tickets if Urban Meyer becomes a head coach. But I, they will be worth it. <laughs> Oh, please. Oh, my God. Hey, thanks to Matt Charbonneau for stopping by from the Detroit News. Uh, Lots to read on Twitter and uh, give it a look. Big Ten football. Gotta love it. Even though we're right smack dab in the middle of Big Ten basketball. And Michigan showed up on Saturday and uh, opened up a can of whoop butt there. What do you think? They look pretty good. They they look great. They look damn good. You know what? I knew they were going to win because they had to win. They had four wins in the in the conference, mm-hmm. the least of all the bubble teams. Because people are saying 10, 11 teams yep. are going to go to the big dance. They had to win that game. But listen, yeah. I'm not man, saying it, they're better it, than state. No, I'm just saying they had to win. The that Big game. Ten is the most respected conf- basketball conference in America, and they are killing each other. They are, they are killing each other it, on, on any given. And I mean, I'm talking like take the take Northwestern and Nebraska out, right? If we just take just let's just kind of roll them out because they're legitimately struggling. Right. If you look at the bottom, Michigan is is at the bottom, but any given any one of these teams on any given night can kill the other. It's mm-hmm. it's crazy. Ethan, you did not yeah, fix I, I, this. I, I realize Ethan still has it at four and on. seven. But I do have them tied for fifth with two teams <laughs> with five and seven. So I, I knew they were tied, tied. for tenth. Five and seven. <laughs> yeah. Five <laughs> and seven tied for ten. And yeah. Ohio did Ohio State win this no, week? They uh, lost no, to Wisconsin. They lost. They lost. Yep, How so about Indiana? Indiana Bobby Knight came back they yesterday. Lost. They came they back, lost. yeah, and they lost when Bobby yeah. Knight came but, back. But it's yeah. just the fact that what the committee is doing is they're looking at these teams and saying, if you I, and I forget this, it's some crazy metric where if you took out like yeah, the conference it's, it's, play and something about it's the what, home, it's the, like, yeah, they're doing this, and I know they're at least doing it for the top sixteen seeds. Well, they're getting what the that, a, they're getting that, what the ACC yeah, used to get. Yeah, those crazy ACC years when it'd be like mm-hmm. the whole ACC ended up in the tournament. Yeah. Well, the whole thing here that I I find interesting and bizarre is you look at the the rankings to go along with the standings and if you're illinois and you're tied for second and you're only a game back of maryland and maryland right now is ranked number ninth yeah how the hell are you ranked 20th how is michigan state Uh, and iowa preseason schedule the preseason schedule killed illinois because they they were so bad last year the preseason schedule was i mean i get it but i'm saying if we're saying it was bad if we're saying the big 10 Maybe Tubby it Smith was coaching is, the basketball. No, they turned it, it around. They've gotten great, better. I, I understand, but I'm saying if the, we're saying the Big Ten is this great conference that could get 12 teams in. If you're one of the top three teams in that conference, you better be ranked in that top 15, in my opinion. Yeah, but then your losses. So here's the problem, though, is you're taking losses to unranked teams. So when you lose in conference, you're losing to unranked teams mostly. So if you look at their four losses, I mean I'm trying to think of who their last their four losses were against, but they have the good win mm-hmm. at Michigan. So this is just one of those years, man, where you you just don't get a night off. 
in this conference. Very, very true. But I'm just saying with the, with the rankings this year. It is the most year, entertaining conference with, in America. I'm just saying with the rankings yeah. this year, just like with the ACC in the past, even if they were losing to unranked teams in their conference, they weren't getting heavily penalized in yeah. the rankings but because at, they knew how good that conference was. But the, So with the exception of the Big Ten, though, everybody else is top heavy. Here's an example. So you look at the ACC. Duke is running away. I mean, it's pretty much Duke. What a game on Saturday. Oh, crazy game. Overtime, I mean, amazing. Uh, so Duke, North Duke Carolina, is handling Duke. that conference. Era, amazing. Uh, Oregon I didn't is know killing the, it I didn't in the know North 10. Carolina was yeah, so bad. Well, yeah. they clipped, well, Cole Anthony got hurt. Mm-hmm. So Cole Anthony is going to be a top five pick. He got hurt. In, he needs to sit in December. Down the rest of the year. That shows yeah, you how I, I, oh, yeah. I, I haven't paid after, attention. After, and I'd be surprised now that they've had the Duke game. I I can't imagine why, unless it's just one of those things where he doesn't <laughs> want that to be the narrative. But again, no, everybody Kansas, right? Kansas is another one. Baylor, but Kansas, so your but Kansas top, has been weird this your, year. Out, your outliers are so out. Kansas and Baylor are beating everybody. Mm-hmm. And so they've got an inflated record. I mean, it's just one of those things where this conference man is just murder. Now, now here's the real question: When San Diego State finally loses a game, oh, where are they going to drop to? Because I believe right now, aren't they like third or fourth in the yeah, country? But, I mean, it. So when they finally lose, and this will be their first loss when they first do, off, that's a good team. It is. They're they a are. good team. They are. I'm just saying when they when they do, where are they going to drop to? Because they won't drop far. Okay. They won't drop far. They'll be like, remember Gonzaga when Gonzaga had like like those crazy years. Or all the Zags this year. But Gonzaga was always top ten. But Gonzaga was always in the top ten, even when they in those years. So a loss to them was yeah, it was big, but they're still good enough to be a top five team. This you could see four double digit seeds in the final four this year. Okay. You could see four double digit seeds, like four legit double digit. Double-digit seeds in the Final Four, because this, anybody, this be the year. anybody mm-hmm. on any given any given day, this is as crazy as college basketball has been in some time, man. Is defending national champ Virginia even going to get in? They probably not. They'll get in. Probably not. Probably They'll not. get in. And this no. is as odd a Duke team as I've seen in some time. Those uniforms are ugly, down. by the way. I mean, there is and there is no true premier. There's no Zion this year. I mean, what we had last year in the draft was amazing, but there is no, there is no outlier like that. I mean, we we really didn't get to see James Wiseman that long. He could have been, you know, that that standalone player, but, uh, but we won't no, know. He was no Zion. He was no electrifying, dynamic. Put the team. I mean, they had already taken some losses. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I saw them. You know, game against Oregon, um, where he wasn't the best player on the floor. So. It's going to be a very interesting year, man. It's already been an interesting hey, year. It's going to be an interesting tournament. Tomorrow, it will be Michigan State at Illinois, 9 o'clock. I'm going to, I'm going to bet a lot if I was betting. I would bet on the Spartans to win that game in Champaign. Wednesday, Michigan at Northwestern. So Northwestern with 1-11 and 11 right now in conference. So They're not a great basketball team. They're not great. It's always a fun to go to uh, Illinois and play at that little field. But I mean, Illinois is better than Michigan State right now. All right, you take I mean, Illinois, I'll take I, MSU. I'll gladly take Illinois. Right, I'll like, bet I you one of those like, keto lunches that you're not on. Good. Cassius Winston is good. Yeah. But like as a as an ensemble right now, okay. mm-hmm. that's not a good product. All right, you take Illinois, I got MSU. Got no sweat. All right. It's Tom Azaway, Clarence Black, Ethan Perlman in the house. The wrap on NRM Streamcast in 
the Jim Reels, Friendly, Chrysler Jeep Studios, XFL, Saturday and Sunday. I I love the broadcasts. Steve Levy on the first game was the D.C. Defenders. They look pretty good, Pep Hamilton's red and white team. And they beat Jim Zorn, Seattle Dragon, mm-hmm. 31-19. The next game I didn't watch. It was Houston beating L.A., Roughnecks over the Wildcats, saw some 37, of that. 17. It. You like that yeah, game? Yeah, man. I watched the Guardians yesterday, and that was on Fox saw with my former, man. Former Steeler Sammy Coates making plays. Sammy Coates. How about the Guardians? 23-3 over Tampa Bay. They couldn't get out of their own way, Tampa Bay. They had a lot no. of mistakes yesterday. Yep. And finally, St. Louis upset Dallas 15-9. Dallas was a 9.5-point favorite. Why am I bringing the spreads up? Because they show you the spreads mm-hmm. right next to the team's name now. On Fox and on ESPN. And, and that first it. game. And the over-under. And the over-under. The first game, D.C.'s favored by 9.5. I'm like, how do they know D.C. should be favored by 9.5? And, and, God, they win by 11. Did you see that over-under, too? Right on the button. Well, it wasn't at 50 and a half. Yeah. And yeah. It, what, what did it, it hit? It ended 50? up being 50. 50. It's yeah. Vague, and I wrote. I wrote on Twitter. Bet with mm-hmm. them. Vegas knows a league before the league even knows, <laughs> knows itself. itself. <laughs> and you know who retweeted it? Derek Stevens from the uh, D in Vegas. You know, and he's our old guy here yeah. in Detroit. But And he laughed about yeah. it. Cause how the hell do they know? How do they know? Well, they during that first broadcast also they put out the, you know, who's favored to win the, you know, the championship. It's week one. How did, and who no, was it? I missed, it. I missed uh, that. It was, who are they favoring? Just from what I looked I at, I was, like DC. I believe it was Dallas. Dallas, it was yeah. Dallas and Tampa Bay. Now were Dallas, the top two. Dallas was missing their their starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Who? He's, um, he's like one yeah, of them. No, Landry Jones. Yeah, Landry Jones. He, he didn't play, so they lost the uh, the St. Louis. By the way, I love the helmets. I love the colors. Mm-hmm. I love the football. Football's one hundred and twenty bucks. I keep <laughs> hinting to my family that I want a football. I just want a football. I do. I want uh, a football. There was a score in the Houston game. Mm-hmm. Guy runs up into the crowd, oh. and there's already Houston Roughneck yeah. fans. Shirts yeah. off. They got the gear on. I go, yeah, that's go just... on the shop, XFL. Yep. 90% of the stuff is sold out. Mm-hmm. Now, that's yeah. a good news, bad news. Bad news is they didn't do enough. Good news is they people are digging it. Yeah. Now, here's the kicker. They had 3 million people watching, which was great. Mm-hmm. Great. For some of that, something that we don't even know what the hell. Next week and the week after, I want to see people come back. I am. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Yep. I already downloaded my XFL app. Bro, I'm I've in. got my Play XFL app hey, on here. because I, I loved it. This Play XFL uh-huh. app here, see this? You have to predict the score of each game. And it's four okay. games. So if you predict the score of all four games, you, you, you win like you 50 get? Gs. 50 Ooh. Gs. Yeah. 50,000. Oh, that's all you 500,000, excuse me. You, why are you just not telling us about this, man? 500G. Did out. you know about this? No. No. Seriously, Look, you that dude? Check that out. Dude, you just <laughs> now tell us, too. We've been talking about this for a couple weeks, and now you just tell I us, just, oh, yeah, by the way, there's just an app you win 50Gs. Hey, I just figured it out, and it's 500 You just figured it out. Now, each week, also, they're giving away prizes, $1,000. It's, it's, hey, I'm going to play. Yeah. It's four games. You take a shot. Now, when you go to the playoffs, you could win a million dollars. You know, Maz is that dude. This is, like, Maz is that dude, man. Like, no, I'm not. It's like, hey, man. Hey, y'all, did y'all hear Tino's single? No. Like, no, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a date with her Friday. No. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> That's not me. Wait, what happened? I'm telling you what's, what's happening. I'm uh, telling you. I just did it last night or yesterday afternoon. What do you think of the kickoffs? I love them. 
Great, I right? I didn't like it at first, but now mm-hmm. you could break those damn yes. things, man. Yeah. I love them, and it's better for safety. What they do is they're lining up. Is it five yards or ten? They're ten yards um, apart, right? Is I it five it, or ten yards apart? I the think teams. it's five. I think Just it's five. five. Yeah, close. and the kicker is way back yes. on yeah. the thirty-five. And you got to kick line. between the twenty and the end zone. If you don't, it, it comes <laughs> out to the plus forty-five yard yes. line. And uh, what is the other one? So it's either and if, you it, can't goes, do it, if it goes in the end if zone, it goes all the way in the end zone. Fine. But it's when he catches the ball. So nothing you can't the you can't pursue until he catches the you ball. You can't move until or he three seconds. That ball. What is it? Three seconds after it hits the turf, Correct. which is the other. That one's weird because then you got to sit there and yeah, like it's wait tough. one like is it one Mississippi? Yeah, or is it one two like one Mississippi? It's, it's two like Mississippi, it's like when you would play two hand touch. How how quick can you blitz? Because you had people going Mississippi, right. well, people Mississippi, going Apple, people not saying anything and well, just running. You're counting too fast. You're counting too fast. Yeah. Yeah. All no, that bro, kind I was, of stuff. Yeah, I was a cheater. I, I, I did Mippies. I didn't do Mississippi. <laughs> you did Mippies? I did one Mippie, two Mippie. <laughs> anyway, D.C. is a winner. Houston's a winner. New York and St. Louis. So next week, they'll do it again. Saturday and Sunday, double Did you double see the St. Louis celebration in the locker room? I did. They were, they were chugging beers. They yep. were like, what, what were they doing? Like, uh, I forget exactly. What, what do you do? Like, see, I don't drink beer. <laughs> like, you crush the can, yeah. put a hole in it, and then they just held it up and they yeah. downed it. So let me wasn't, be the jackass. So wait, wasn't that a Stone Cold Steve Austin move? I think it was. Yeah. Let me let me be the jackass. Well, it is a wrestling. Uh, yeah. F, it's yeah. XFL. Yeah. Let me be the jackass and ask you two boys these, this 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 horrible question. Um, if if Mr. McMahon's product, I don't know why I'm being a Southern prosecutor. <laughs> yeah, don't right be a now. prosecutor. Just be yourself. <laughs> if Mr. McMahon's product. <laughs> Goes on to success. Uh-huh. <clears throat> when might it be that we might see our own? Team yes, here that's what I want to hear. That's what I want to hear. And it just sounds better when I ask it in the southern prosecutorial voice. We'll see one definitely. I would say and where quicker. would they play? I'm not sure where they would play. In Comerica, not at the dome. No, but I, I think I think it would be a lot quicker <laughs> if, uh, other, if, if other Detroit Hell sports no. teams continue to suck. If other yes. Detroit sports teams continue to suck, I yeah. think Detroit will have no. Listen, we got black wings, yeah. so we know that's turning around. <laughs> hey, some of these teams play we got black in, wings, baby. Some of these teams play in uh, soccer stadiums, and it looks great. DC plays in a soccer stadium; it looks great. Uh, what else? The Guardians—they play in Met Stadium. You don't play in Met Stadium. It's eighty thousand people you're putting in. It looks terrible. They should have been playing. At Red Bull Stadium. They should have been playing on Randall's Island where the Cosmos used to play. They should be playing at Shea. Not Shea anymore. City mm-hmm. Field. Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Play in smaller fields. Houston is playing Yankee in. Yankee Stadium would be awesome, man. It would. That would be That would look amazing. Houston's playing in the Texas Rangers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Old home. It's not old. Yeah. It's 20 years old and they've abandoned the place. Yeah. So yeah. They, they're keeping it up, which I'm happy. I love Instead football. Of blowing it up. I love football. But I don't know what it is. I used to I'm, love watching the Chargers play. And then you just get that that hint of like the from first to second base. The, like, I, I, it's something about well, it. I just the L.A. Was cool. Coliseum was yep, like L.A. Coliseum. It was, it was great. Oakland. Oakland. I mean, Oakland. I mean, it's just something about it I love, man. Oh, that was great. Hey, for more on the XFL, and maybe you could bet on the XFL at this place. I had some good news as a horse guy. I'm a horse player. And it breaks my heart to not have horse racing in Michigan. And our our government has done nothing. Our state government has done nothing to help the horsemen in Michigan. And it's basically cost us racetrack after racetrack. And I heard Northville Downs is going to close up again. That's the end of it. Good news. Northville Downs has a brand new contract now, three or four years at least, to stay open. And All right. I'm so happy about that. 
For more on that, we go out to the uh, to the big cheese, John Carlo, who runs that joint with his brother Mike, and uh, John's on with us now. Just just to, had to get you on to congratulate you, John. Well, hey, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me back on. It's been a long time, buddy. I know it's it's fun. We used to do uh, stuff together back on our twelve seventy days, and. Uh, hey, it. Uh, it was we, we'd have the Kentucky Derby there. We'd be there. We, you know, you'd have the Preakness, the Belmont. We do it all still. Yeah, you I, know, we're, it's great. we're excited. Yeah, we're really excited. Um, you know, it's been a struggle in Michigan for the racing industry. You know, we were the first ones here, and we're the last guys standing. This is year number seventy-seven for awesome. us over at Northville, and uh, you know, it's a family business. We've been doing it ourselves. You know, the entire time. Of course, with a tremendous staff and a lot of help from, you know, the people around the track, great customers. They've always kept us uh, kept us interested in keeping the industry alive. So uh, we're working hard. We're trying to get things done in Lansing, and uh, we're going to continue to fight to keep this game going. There's no Please question. Please do. About it. I know. I know the casinos have a have their have their their foot on everyone's throats uh, around here. And, you know, you can't, God forbid, you have a good product and people enjoy it. You know, and the, you got to go to the casino. No, I, you know, I'm totally against that. I love live racing. And I know you guys will start racing again in March. And you're going to do it on Friday and Saturday. I'd like to see you do three days a week. I would love that. I've never been, man. i got to take you for sure. We're going to be there opening yeah. weekend, John. We'll have everybody out. March 20th, we're going to start uh, Friday and Saturday night at 730. Um, you know, again, we, uh, we're going to go all the way through June 20th. We're only 80 days away from the Kentucky Derby, so uh, we'd love to have you guys out for the Derby again this year. Uh, it's just been a great experience for us here. We're going to keep fighting. You know, the casinos are very tough, but we've seen in all the states around us now where the casinos and the racetrack, they can coexist. They can. They can work together. They can make it better for everybody. So, you know, it's time for everybody to stop fighting, start getting along, and find a path forward. So, Please do. Uh, so, John, people, people like me, people like me that have never been, right? I don't, I've never been. I don't know. I don't know what kind of horses I'm going to see. I don't know how You're to place see a bet. Tell me. So, so tell me. Uh, tell me for somebody that's a novice like me, what can I expect when I come to Northville Downs in terms of what am I going to experience? As a better, as a consumer, as a viewer, what am I? What kind of experience am I in for, man? Well, when you come out to the track, you know we're open every day right now for our stand, for our simulcast racing, which basically, you know, you can come out and bet on any racetrack in the country. You come in, you know, we've got uh, a full range of food and beverage options. But when you come for live racing on Friday and Saturday night, you're going to see what they call standard bread racing, which is the horses that pull them. We call them sulkies, sulkies. which are like buggies behind them. So it's not the thoroughbred racing. But it's the longest uh, running sport that we've Buggies. had uh, for horse racing in Michigan. You mean yeah, like like Spartacus? Uh, no, <laughs> a little bit, but they sit down. No standing allowed. Like you know, we got to keep it a little safer than that. But right. no, it's really exciting. you really are a novice. Uh, I don't know. I told yeah. you I was a novice, <laughs> man. Let John talk. You'll be I'm sorry, John Mass, man. Mass, you're novice. good. You're good. We'll get you. We've got a 3D. Uh, we've got a virtual reality experience for you when you come out. If you want to try it out, you can sit in the bike. Uh, just like the drivers do on the races and see what it actually feels like. It's uh, It's been great. Everybody that's come out to see it really enjoys it. It's a lot of fun. Hey, the hell with that 3D stuff. I want I want Clarence on a sulky one afternoon no, in the hey, qualifiers. I'm, I'm 6'4", 270. Qualify, no, I, I, I'm not getting on no damn you're sulky, 6'4", man. 6'4", 270 yeah. is not a problem. We can find a bike <laughs> that will fit you. We may even put a nice guy sitting there next to you so you don't have to do it by yourself. There but, you go, uh, hey, we want you to get in there, jump in the starting car, and watch how it all goes down. Like that's it. even Now, John, fun. I got I got four kids. Is this family friendly? Oh, God, yeah. 
Absolutely. Dollar popcorn, dollar hot dogs. Oh, they're sea soul. Fridays yep. and Saturday mm-hmm. nights. My yeah, rats. We've got it all for them. So we try to make it as family-friendly as possible, and uh, we love seeing the kids because, you know, I started following this game with a kid. All of our customers started following. We need that next generation to stay interested and to stay involved. It's really uh, it's something that's out there for everybody to enjoy. John Carlo from Northville Downs. He runs the joint with his brother Mike, and uh, uh, they got a stay. You can call it. I'm going to call it a stay of execution because I, that's how I felt it was, and I hated it that you guys were going to have to close up for some damn condos. But you know what? <laughs> the good Lord looked down and said, "You horse players are going to still be able to go watch some some horse racing." I love live racing, but you can bet anything. Now I want to know if you guys are going to be able to get actual sports betting once it's legalized here in Michigan. We're working on that right now. We're going back to Lansing tomorrow. We've got a committee hearing. We're working on a lot of projects for the racetrack. We know that we need new tools to keep this game alive, to attract new investors to build other racetracks. Look, man, we're down the road. I've been I've watched seven racetracks in my lifetime close in yeah. this state. And makes me sick. There's no way one little track in Northville is going to be able to bring it back by itself. We need new guys. We need them all over the state like we did 30 years ago. And it takes a real commitment, but it can be done. Everybody has to get along, and uh, we're on the path to that right now. So stay tuned. The you best bet. is yet to come. Is my man Lou Ansara still cooking burgers over there? Louie's still doing it every day, buddy. They got burgers? the greatest in town. Hey, Lou Ansara yeah, got- owns a bunch of Red Robin restaurants, and Lou handles the food over at Northville oh, Downs. So it's good me, stuff. Man. I've never been. I'm I've never been. You. I'm going to take care yeah. of you. Don't worry. Stick with me. All right, John, Come thanks so much, sure. man. Say hi to Mike for me. I will. Thanks, guys. Take care of We're going to be out there, man. Look for us. Set it up. All right. You, you bet, man. John right. Carlo from Northville Downs. Michigan has horse racing still, and I really, really, that was the best news of the weekend for me. And uh, Parasite wins best picture. And that was bad news for me because I never saw it. And as subtitles. Parasite, and I, I guess I got to go see the damn movie. You I, ain't I even seen it. No, see you got to go see The Breakfast Club I, and Star right. Wars. Bre- no, not watch the Star Wars. Did you finally saw Shawshank? Yeah, I did. I believe Parasite. It was only its 25th right. anniversary that I Once saw it. Once to go that. see Parasite, never seen The Breakfast Club. Oh, that's fine. Hey, thanks for talking just, sports I'm, with me today. I'm so angry. And life. I'm just angry with I can't anger. wait to put you on that horse. That I'll pay to see. Spartacus? Spartacus. Spartacus. Hey. Tom Hanks said, I am Spartacus last night during that. Nice. Do you remember that in his movie? That thing you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that movie. And he was one of the, the big shots in that one. Love Tom Hanks. Love it all. Ethan, have great a great day, you. buddy. Yep. Good seeing you. Smile. I always do. All right. See me. to the buzzer, E. Yep. See you, brother. To the buzzer. Press Angel, him, e. Kelsey, Stephen, Cole, thanks for doing it all, guys. It's Tom Mazaway on The Wrap on NRM Streamcast. We'll see you next time.